0: everybody welcome back to my dream log cabin podcast i'm your host Lindsay sutherland and today we are sitting in the most amazing home you're going to hear some little snapping snapping toenails from penelope that's the dog here so no worries there and this home is gorgeous we've recently featured it on our instagram if you don't follow us be sure to do that at caribou creek uh Stunning is the word that comes to mind when I sit here and with us today is Tamara and Carrie, the homeowners who have had this beautiful vision as well as Jenna, who was the project manager and client support person, I suppose. I mean, you yeah, became friends now, like we're just all friends here and Stuart, mm-hmm. who was the designer behind this floor plan and really helped bring this all to fruition. So. Thank you guys for being here. This is such an exciting and incredible experience. I mean, I'm just giddy. We all are. (laughs) Absolutely. Talking about it for days. So everybody, say hi. Hello. (laughs) Hello. Hi. Awesome. All right. So tell us, Carrie and and Tamara, tell us how you know a little bit about your story because I think a lot of people, when they're listening to the podcast, most of the time they have been dreaming of a log cabin, not for just days or weeks or months or a new home. This is something that is very unique and very special. And most people have been dreaming of it for a long time. What was that for you? Well, from, you know, building a home in the mountains in Montana,
1: it was important that we had a home that fit into the environment here. And I've always loved the timbers and the logs. And what I really wanted in a home was I wanted it to feel like you were walking into a lodge. Mm-hmm. And when we met with Stuart, that's probably the one thing that was most important to me <laughs> is open the open concept and that it felt like a lodge, and it really fits the environment here. And we didn't want an entirely log home. And so we expressed that with, with Stuart that I th- with some of the log homes, they feel very heavy and dark. Mm-hmm. And so we really were able to come to like a middle ground on a timber frame with the log, but we also have sheetrock in the home and mm-hmm. it's not your traditional log home. And I think it was very unique. I don't know that they have ever had a client that asked for something like this. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Not... This, this home is definitely unique, probably from, from what I've designed so far for Caribou Creek, this is a one of a kind and it turned out fantastic. I absolutely love the finishes that you chose and just the, the way everything came together on the build side and the little tweaks you made as construction was going on, I, I, I really love it. Yeah.
0: I think we all feel that way and I know you guys do too. When you had your vision, because you and I were talking a little bit beforehand when you were giving us a tour, you said, you kept saying t- that it was hard to express your vision. You have like painted trim and you had this particular way you were wanting things. What was that experience like trying to you know, really make sure that the vision came to be what you, what you had in your mind?
1: Well, I started with putting pictures on a poster board and I was cutting things out and my sister-in-law came over to my house and said, What are you doing? You need you need the Good Notes app. And it was an app I put on my iPad. And as I was looking around on Pinterest and I was getting my ideas, I would snip things and I'd put them into the, the app. And that made it very easy as I was like meeting with the different contractors as far as like trim and doors and the finishes. Mm-hmm. Even when I was trying to figure out what what stain I wanted for the logs. And I probably ordered every single stain from Sashko for samples and had used probably 20 different stains until I could get the combination of the wood stain with the painted trim and we have the scraped bamboo flooring. And I was really going for like a rustic modern I wanted it to be somewhat contemporary, but have that lodge feel. And that that app, being able to pull all your ideas into that and go over like room by room even. So when I met with the various, there's like from countertops, for example, I could bring it in and say, this is what I'm looking for. Because in the home, we have a beautiful waterfall countertop that goes over the edge and straight down. And it was a look that I started to see. But I pulled all these things into the app, and then when I would do You know, I was picking out countertops I could show. Yes. Or even the cabinets. The cabinets are painted. And I think typically in a log home, people would do a wood cabinet. But my but I had different a totally different vision. And that's how I was able to pull together all my ideas as I met with everybody. Mm -hmm. And people started to get it.
0: That's great. That's really great. And I know you mentioned too, Carrie would be out here every day. As construction was coming along, Carrie got to be the supervisor on TV. Yeah,
3: (laughs) that's what I did. I supervised, made sure everything was going according to our plan.
0: Yes, yes. (laughs) And when they had questions about stuff, he was calling you. What do you want for this? What do you want for that? What a blessing to be able to do that. And to think about what was that experience like really having to kind of be almost, you weren't the contractor because you did have a contractor. We could talk about him in just a moment too. But you were the hub. You were the visionaries. You were the people who were the masterminds behind this. And a lot of homeowners don't necessarily do that, right? They might hire an architect, or hire a decorator, or hire somebody else to help create this vision for them. What did that feel like for you? Was it fun? Was it overwhelming at times? Like, what was your experience?
3: Got very overwhelming and stressful. Yeah. For with everything.
0: Mm-hmm. So. How long did it take all together? From the time we closed
1: on the land to moving into the home, we were two years okay. from our start to finish. From groundbreaking, we were one year from the time they broke ground to completion, which for a house this size, it's five, over 5,000 square feet. I think we're even larger than that, Stuart.
3: <laughs> I don't know exactly. Um, <laughs> 61 with the garage.
1: Okay.
0: okay.
3: 51 is the house.
0: And that is a really, actually, you look back at it, you're like, oh, that's not that much time. But when you're going through it each and every day and it seems like things take forever and then all of a sudden there's a bunch of pieces put together. <laughs> Carrie was on the property every day.
1: Yeah. During the build. Mm-hmm. And that was a blessing because I'm at my desk all day. Mm-hmm. And he and what did you have to do?
3: <laughs> to watch and talk to him, answer lots of questions.
1: Mm-hmm. And what did oh. they tell you about it? They were so happy that Kerry was here.
3: And the contractor actually was grateful that I was able to be here every day because he, he actually requested it
2: in the beginning, if possible. Right. He said he would be very happy for us to be here mm-hmm. daily. Well, it's a, from the construction side, it's a huge advantage because you, you shave out so much time because invariably there's going to be questions come up during construction. And the con- having you right there to answer questions of the contractor—that's that's invaluable. Yeah, a few times
3: they, you know, for questions wise, if I hadn't been here, they were going to do it this way, and that would have been totally wrong, and they would have had to tear it out and restart, right. mm-hmm. eliminating
4: so, that guesswork. Yeah, yes, yeah.
0: I know when right before you came in, Carrie, we were talking about the plans and how you know a lot of times, and I I'm, I want people listening to understand that. Sometimes you go and you build and design your home and you you make your plans and you think that's the hard part. You think that's it. Now that we've got the layout, right, we're done and the contractor can just take it from there. But even going through that, there's a lot of decision making that has to be done as the house is coming together. Stuart made an interesting comment about that, that you're, what did you say? You think it's, you're grateful when they make changes to the plan?
2: Yeah, so within reason <laughs> so i i think it's actually a a good sign when a homeowner or contractor is making some adjustments during the build because to me that says that both of them are invested in this project both of them are whoever's involved in that is thinking about the end result as they go it's and a lot of times as you start building you'll start to see things that may not be obvious during the design phase. And having the flexibility to adapt to that and the, the vision, the foresight of what you want the finished product to be, I think is is a, a really important advantage when you're building a house. Especially a really nice custom house. Because bottom line is it's it's about you. It's about the, the owner and your needs. So if the design doesn't perfectly match that, I want that to you know get fixed before it's done
0: mm-hmm. <laughs> afterwards now that everything is said and done looking back is there anything you think you would have done differently as
1: far as the plans for the house and how the house turned out i think everything is like perfect uh, i had a, we had some friends from alaska come stay and he'd asked me is there anything you would have changed about the house and i feel the house turned out just amazing and it was it's perfect. The process, you know, was a little more lengthy. The Channel like the ch- You know, we thought we could build the house quicker than what actually it took. But you also here in Montana, you're dealing with the winters here. Yeah. I think we were very thankful to have Caribou Creek refer us to our contractor, Steve Draught at Wildcat Woods. And this is, I know this is Steve's largest project, but he was really a blessing to work with and the, the craftsmanship. Because... Caribou provides an amazing log package, and Stuart did a great job on our design. But they'll come; they come and they erect the large timbers and and a lot of the structure. But Steve had to put everything else together. Mm-hmm. So that there's a big piece when you're doing a log home that Caribou does, but there's another piece that you need somebody with that expertise awesome. to put the rest of your house together.
0: Steve's finished a couple of our projects and is very familiar with doing log homes. So it is good to get a contractor who has experience with that. That is true. Mm -hmm. On that note, how did you guys find Caribou Creek? My
1: mom and sister live in Bonners. And when we relocated from Washington to Montana, we'd always seen like Caribou Creek was right there in Bonners. So they they were close. And being here in, in Troy, Montana... There's, I mean, Sherry' is probably your closest location other than trying to head east to Kalispell mm-hmm. is like two hours from here. So I think we were just very fortunate that a log home builder like Caribou was in the vicinity. And we, we looked online at some others, but really our first meeting coming in, meeting with Jenna, meeting with Stuart. And again, it was like family, like a family business. The craftsmanship was just amazing. Everything was there on site, their their huge facility where they erect the log homes, put them together, and they took us out to some of the their other projects, which was really nice to see. Mm-hmm. Uh, so sometimes you have to go with your gut, too. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, the people you're working with are really good people.
3: And we really and liked their non-settling yeah. the logs. The
0: non-settling mm-hmm. logs. That was a huge thing as well. That
3: was a big seller right there.
0: Yeah, that is a one-of-a-kind mm-hmm. thing to Caribou. And on that note, when you guys came in, I know it was convenient and it was close. There was also, you mentioned this about how you really liked the family aspect too with Steve and that a lot of people were related and his crew and everybody was kind of this homey feel. How does that impact you now as you walk through your home and you just, because to me, and this is just an outsider perspective, To me, it's a work of art, and each day you get to live in this beautiful piece of art, but you also are so aware of every piece of it that got – everything got touched, everything had a hand in it, and you now also understand the people that were behind that. What does that feel like? It's
1: like you can't even describe it when you look around your house because you know somebody, like, hand-hewn every single log – and I remember Jenna like sending me video <laughs> as they were there doing it all by hand. And you look around and you're like, "Wow, all the details and all the hard work that went into this." It's like you—I I don't know—it's amazing and unique. There's this is a one of a kind home, and all the people that touch the home. <laughs> and you look around at the logs, and it really comes through with the hand hewing, mm-hmm. and even like the. The timber arches, the way that they put those together and the time, it's, it is is a piece of – it's a work of art. It's definitely a one-of-a-kind. It's very unique. It definitely um, is. And and I guess the other part of that, too, is just all of the people that it takes to put together a home of this scale. And we built this home during a time when prices were going up like crazy. Nobody could lock in a price. We were really fortunate to start and get our log package locked in two years ago because I don't know that we could afford the home now. (laughs) Uh, But we were we were doing this at a time when there wasn't enough materials, there wasn't enough people to do the work, and because I think the family, some of the family-owned businesses, and everyone somewhat connected or related, like you knew you'd be able to get your concrete, you knew you'd be able to get your insulation or. Your doors, like, they were all working together to make sure that they could get the house finished. And had everybody had connections to people. That's
0: huge. Mm-hmm. I forgot about that. Yeah, that's a really important part of that construction process, huh, Jenna? Oh, it definitely I forget, is. Now I just remembered that time when they were – Ken was, like, frantically trying to work to get the timbers. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. What was that like? Because for- the
4: prices were going to change, and we knew. And that's why we're like, okay – hey, this is what they're sitting at right now, but we know that they're going to change again. You know, you always try to advise your clients the best route forward. And like Tamara was saying, there's so many variables. (laughs) You never know what's going to happen. And this did happen during a time where there were shortages and there was a shortage of material, people, everything. So Well, and
1: everybody wanted to move out here. Everyone wanted to come into Montana and people from Washington were coming into Idaho. People that were living in Idaho were coming into Montana, and had I not met, like, Jenna at that time, and we hadn't, you know, we had to make some quick decisions to, like, yes, we like the design. Yes, Yes, we, we are good with the log package price. You know, let's go ahead and pull the trigger and send the check, because had we not moved on it as quick as we had, we would have probably been left with not, like, an affordability problem, but also... Caribou Creek was in high demand and you had a lot of customers coming in wanting to build or at least trying to figure out if they could afford to do it and the process. So we, our timing was, was just right because I think you guys, after us, you were shortly, had so many clients and you were so backed up that you can't be indecisive in this type of a project, you need to know what you
0: want and be able to pull the trigger on it. That's a huge Mm -hmm. piece of advice. Actually, that brought up a question I was going to ask you earlier. You were talking about your notes and how you kept everything. How long were you in the planning stage where you were visualizing and putting it all together in your mind before it ever got to that next step? Well, we actually thought
1: we were going to buy an existing home. We had not planned on building And we thought we would be in like the Whitefish, Kalispell, Columbia Falls area. But Kerry grew up in Troy. He's from here. And when we moved from Washington to Montana and we thought we were going to be like around Columbia Falls, we couldn't believe the number of people that were moving in from out of the area. And this is not what Montana was for us. This was a lot of people, a lot of traffic, and home prices were going up really quickly. And what we thought we could buy with, the money that we had from the sale of our home, we were surprised that the prices were so high over here. And we had our eye on this piece of land. Uh, it was 11 acres here. And we wanted to buy it in 2017. This was a piece of property that we had our heart set on. So I told Carrie, go back to Troy and see if we can buy that property and if it's still available. And it was. Oh. And so we, I said, go down and put in an offer and let's get that land. And that's how it started. So from there, we are like, well, we better figure out how we're going to build this house. And we knew we were wanting something that was like a timber or log. And then our next meeting, after we closed on the land, our next meeting was, let's get down to Caribou Creek and see. When when I first called Jenna, we were still in Columbia Falls. Mm. And we had just, like, figured out, let's get this land and let's get over to Caribou Creek.
4: Wow. I remember the first time you guys came in. That was pretty (laughs) exciting. You guys are actually the first log package i sold (laughs) and uh, being with you guys from the very beginning knowing you walking in the door learning what you guys like what your preferences are to poking in on stewart the entire time during the design and (laughs) throwing in my two cents on just about everything it's it's been an amazing journey and and now i'm happy to call you guys my friends too Mm
0: -hmm. i remember watching you too go through that that experience and you really had a keen sense of what she was going for here. And I remember many times you were like, she's just going to love it. Jenna, you're gifted. You have the ability to <laughs> see it done. So do to you, to her. And all the time, she, you were just lit up. I remember the day the Timbers came in and we were doing dovetailed cans, And we went out and we took pictures of them. And you were just tickled, I think, as much as Tamara was all the like, time. It's, it's like a fun experience for everybody to watch it unfold. That's what's the beauty, I think, of being able to build your own home versus you know buying one that's already made you get the experience of watching it come to fruition and building and picking out the things along the way but i mean then there's the side where it's a little stressful right Karen?
3: yeah for me yeah, I just i wouldn't want to do it again yeah this is
2: one and done
4: <laughs> well when well, you have perfection why would you want to do it over yeah,
2: just, <laughs> just don't know why you want to do it again this <laughs> what you've got here is amazing and this property um Oh, the property I, I, looking at this property and the view you have here. I have no idea why you were thinking Columbia Falls.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Proximity this, to an airport. I guess it's kind of important for travel, for work. I'm not retired. I'm gonna right. I, you do lose that when you come out here. What you gain is the beauty and the peacefulness and you're you're not allowed. There's not a lot of there's no traffic. There's not, you know, I can't hear my neighbors or see my neighbors, but you do get like the the beauty in exchange for you lose, you know, some of the restaurants and shopping and yeah. your your new playground is like the outdoors. Yeah. And that was the exchange. But you're right, Stuart. Um you know, the what the view and I think having you and Ken and Jenna come out before we ever broke ground. And standing on the property with us to figure out where would the best situation for the house be? Like where, what should, what direction and angle should the house be so we could pick up the lake and the cabinet mountains all around? Mm-hmm. And your guys' help with that was amazing that you actually came out to our property and yeah. stood out here and helped decide. And
2: I'm, I'm super glad that we did because what mm-hmm. where it ended up and everything is just, it's just perfect. I absolutely love it. I did pick the right lo- direction for the house to sit. You did yeah, you right did down the valley.
4: <laughs> but it's beautiful. The location is amazing because from every window, there is a view. even in the in the basement of the house, this is there's views from every window. and it's breathtaking. It really is.
1: Yeah. and doing it, thinking about the process and what I didn't really grasp is I did not really grasp the scale of the home. I just remember Stuart saying, we don't want to use smaller logs. We don't want it to look like toothpicks. And and when the logs came, when they were delivered on site, I couldn't, I was, I didn't understand the scale. I was like, oh, we built a really large, like these logs. This this really (laughs) is a lodge. Like I told Stuart I wanted. And even when they were doing the front, the front of the home is so magnificent. The columns are huge. Mm -hmm. And the four posts, the four beams that go into each column are huge. And I looked at my contractor and I said, are you sure this is right? <laughs> and so I, I think having helping a client understand the scale of what's being built, because we were worried it wasn't large enough. And as the home was taking shape, it was really what I said I wanted. And
0: I put my hand over there on that beam. And it literally is only a quarter of the height of the log. <laughs> and and I took a picture oh, of it. It's crazy. It is huge. Yeah.
4: I remember the the truss and those timbers sitting out there. And I would stand and take a picture next to it with my hand up as far as I could reach to put it into perspective yeah. how big it was. And yeah. I'm like, I couldn't even climb on top of that to, to try yeah. to recreate that picture now. Yeah. Unless you want to give me a hand to no yeah. <laughs>
1: and, <laughs> What was nice is being able to come to the office and the shop as they were building the arches and as they were putting together all the logs. And Jenna is, to have a project manager that cares, like Jenna cares, because she took pictures. She would text me pictures along the <laughs> way. I had to work one day. I had to work the day they were bringing out the tresses and setting the tresses. And she took a video of the tresses. Being set and and sent it to me because I couldn't be here. Oh, I nice. didn't want her to miss yeah. anything. <laughs> yeah,
4: I knew how special this was to her, and it's it's just a special to me. Mm-hmm. I, to be a part of somebody's dream, I couldn't ask yeah. for anything better.
0: Yeah, I think that is definitely a sentiment everybody at Caribou feels, and it is a joy and a pleasure to be a part of it. So we're grateful that you guys chose us because it's it it to us it's just. I don't know, every project is joyful, you know, every, well, Stuart might have another video <laughs> about <laughs> 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 when he gets it back to the back scene but he's out there pulling his hair out, trying to make everything work on the, on the drawings. But, you know, in the end, and that's, what's so cool about you inviting him out here today because he gets to see it actually here in front of us. So let's wrap up with this question. So what is it like for you moving in? What was it like when you finally got to, after all that year of watching it happen you get to start putting your furniture in. You get to start filling the cupboards with all your dishes. What is that like?
3: So, but, uh, you know, when you move in, it's it's very, you feel strange. It doesn't feel real. It's very quiet, and it was like, we're in here. And But yet, it didn't feel like we should be yet, yeah. but we were.
1: We and, made it to the finish line. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> that, that's That's how I felt too. It didn't feel real because it is a process you go through from the moment you find your land. If you don't already own your land, the process you go through, because you got to clear the land, you're putting in your, you know, your well, we had two wells here, you know, you're putting in your, you got your power, your generator. There's so many things you do before you even get to like seeing the house being put together. So that, that whole process from beginning to end, it didn't seem real.
3: Like we we shouldn't be in here yet, but we (laughs) were you'd sit here and just in awe, just like we're in the house.
0: Yeah. Where's all the workers? It's so quiet.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Pretty much.
1: Every day there was workers and almost people were stumbling over each other because everybody, you know, we had a a target to meet. I'd say if you're building a home and you haven't done it before, the two things that you would really want to look out for is it will always take longer than what you expect. It will almost always cost more than what you anticipated. And and that is something uh, I think people you hear a lot of and you're like, oh no, no, we can do it on budget, but have a little extra money and have a little extra time. That would be my two pieces of
0: advice. Uh, I agree with that. i yeah, for I'm sure, sure. You guys concur with that one too. Yeah. <laughs> <it's definitely,
2: laughs> almost,
0: yeah. Well, this has just been a true pleasure. Thank you for inviting us in to do this and for participating in the podcast. I know this is going to help a lot of people who are in that decision-making phase. I love your your advice on, you know, be quick to make decisions, know what you want before you get too into it. And I I know I can tell you, Stuart's over here going, yes, please do that. Yeah, absolutely.
2: <laughs> absolutely. And something, this wasn't mentioned, but the arch being you. You mentioned the arch beams a couple times, and I'm really glad you talked me into that. So, initially, <laughs> I had I had put it in, put the designed these trusses with a straight bottom, and Tamara was looking at it, and she looked at some pictures, and was like, "You know, I'd really like some arched trusses." And I think it was a fantastic choice. It it's hard to envision this house without them now, and that's so and that's something that i think a lot of architects designers whoever struggle with is allowing the home to dictate the design but in my experience that's where a lot of the best designs come from is when the homeowner is actively involved and you know pushing pushing what they want and then let the designer figure out how to make it look good i i'm really glad that that this worked out the way.
1: I'm glad thanks for letting me have my arches here <laughs> <laughs> because I really bond and it's the one unique thing about the house. and and I guess coming in before you start on the design, bringing some ideas with you helps translate what the what the homeowner wants to have designed and built because just having some pictures and I know I had a picture of that arched the arch trusses in another home. and I, I'm pretty sure I said, remember. Or this is what I want. See this. This is what the look I'm going for. But having a lot of that pre done before you sit with someone for your meeting helps a lot because I think it made Stuart's job a bit easier. Right. That we could take, we could take the, a lot of the plans and things that you guys had done in the past, but then make it our own. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And that's what we did. So I felt like we could easily say what we wanted and Stuart was able to put that on paper and. And it didn't take too many revisions to get there,
2: right?
4: And you guys were a dream to work with. You knew what you wanted. I think you even shared your Pinterest board with me that I shared with Stuart. Mm-hmm. We spent a lot we spent some time going through there, and I just think the end result is just more breathtaking yeah. than I could have ever imagined.
1: Yeah, and I am glad that you know. I think another note for the the home buyer the the homeowner is you know you're working with with somebody and you're building in an area where you have a lot of snow load, like we do here in Montana, we get five feet of snow up here in the winter. And so we did have our plans engineered. And Mm -hmm. I think that was smart to do that.
2: Yeah, absolutely.
0: Yeah, definitely. There's so, like you said, there's so many moving pieces that oftentimes you don't know. Actually, this is a good question because this was your first house that you ever built, right? You said this is my, my second home, but the first home was
1: was not like of the scale, and it was just a regular stick built, and it was well. That much, was much different, so helpful, but though. I did have yeah. one other
0: home. Okay. So when you went into this experience, who was the person or people that helped you really understand what to expect as far as the steps that you were going to have to go through? Or did you come already with that kind of already in your mind?
1: Well, I think Caribou really helped because they are very careful to show you, like, this is what your log package is. But then that's just a certain percent of your build. You have to expect, they actually provide a worksheet on their website of this is what you can expect for all the other parts of your home for like the total cost. And and even being very realistic with us up front, like the home that one of the plans that we originally started with was going to be way out of our budget. And so trying to get us into a plan where that we could do it, or we added a basement, which was a good cost per square foot. Mm-hmm by adding the walkout basement and so just trying to get realistic about what's it what it's really going to take to build the home i also i i come from the mortgage industry and i am familiar with construction lending so i have that background but the other part of it was working with a, a contractor like steve at wildcat because he really took us through the rest of it on this is what it's going to cost to build your home,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and and he and he was like and I'm not including your logs that you already right have yeah. taken care of. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the logs is just like a portion of it. Your logs and your timbers. So I think what I've when I when I have friends that say oh we'd love to build a log home and they look at how much maybe log packages are that you have to use that worksheet yep. know that. This is just a portion of what it's going to take.
4: Just for the logs. Just for the logs. Well, we always advise 20 to 30% of your budget goes towards Mm -hmm. this log portion. So,
0: yeah, definitely. But it's the part that really, I mean, you wouldn't have this lodge feeling without them. So, exactly. It's it's Mm -hmm. a very important part if it's what you want. This has just been so wonderful. Cabin lovers tuning in, thank you so much for joining us on the podcast. And we hope that you. Feel inspired to chase after your dreams and, you know, understand more of some of the behind the scenes that people go through as they're building these. Feel free to reach out to us. Check us out at cariboucreek.com and follow us on Instagram. I've got some pictures I took today that I'm going to be posting of some of the things we talked about as far as the beams go. And of course, Tamara put up her beautiful Christmas tree, so we're so excited to feature <laughs> that because, yep. you know... Cabins and Christmas, they just go together. (laughs) I don't know. Anywho, well, thanks for tuning in as always. Until next time, bye for now.